You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Job chapter 39. Verses 1 through 30, God challenges Job about the care of animals. Continuing his barrage of 70 rhetorical questions to Job, God asks a series of questions about the animal kingdom to reveal Job's ignorance and impotence about God's creation. Each question must have made Job feel less and less significant in comparison with God. He asks about the gestation period of mountain goats and does, female deers, the care of their young, the carefree life of wild donkeys who have been provided a home by God among the salt flats. They are far from the commotion in town and can range among the hills for pasture. Can Job get a wild ox to serve him and guard his manger at night? God asks Job if he is able to domesticate it so that it will plow his fields and haul his grain to the threshing floor, releasing him from his heavy work by its great strength. God describes the wings of an ostrich, the largest living species of bird, which may flap joyfully but cannot compare to the wings and feathers of a stork, which actually allow for flight. Moreover, he illustrates her thoughtless behavior. She lays her eggs to warm in the sand on the ground, oblivious to the danger they face of being trampled by some wild animal. She treats her young harshly as if they were not even hers. And the reason she acts this way is because God did not endow her with wisdom or give her a share of good sense. And this answers the question in the previous chapter, Who gives the ibis wisdom or gives the rooster understanding? Later, God compares his people to a callous ostrich. Lamentations 4.3 says, Even jackals offer their breasts to nurse their young, but my people have become heartless like ostriches in the desert. They had lost all natural affection. The only redeeming quality of an ostrich is that when she runs, she laughs at horse and rider. An ostrich can run 45 miles per hour or 72 kilometers per hour, which is the top land speed of any flightless bird. An ostrich can run faster than most horses. God says the ostrich spreads her feathers to run, and this is exactly what it does. It spreads its wings out to help it maintain balance as it runs or turns. Then he describes a strong war horse with a flowing mane clothing its neck. It can leap and paw fiercely, striking terror with its proud snorting. It is aware of its own strength and charges into the fray of battle. It doesn't shy away from the sword, but laughs at fear, for it is afraid of nothing. It seems to eat up the ground as it gallops when the trumpet sounds. It has caught the scent of battle and has heard the shout of commanders and the battle cry, so it is ready for action. Horses are the animals most associated with war. They were especially intimidating when opposing infantry soldiers alone. Over time, even the horses themselves were covered in hardened leather or protective armor. Cavalry units have been used in war until they were replaced by less vulnerable tanks ending the era of mounted warfare. And units using tanks and armored cars are still referred to as mounted units, armored cavalry or mechanized cavalry because of this. 
God asks Job if hawks and eagles soar at his command or take flight according to his wisdom. He describes how they build their nests on high cliffs and use a rocky crag as their stronghold. From there it looks for food and its eyes detect it from afar. We know that hawks and eagles have exceptional vision. God knows it because he designed them that way. We don't often think of them as carrion eaters, but they are often found among dead animals. Animal biology and behavior are fascinating to study. We do not fully understand them, nor can we completely control them. God created all with their unique strengths and weaknesses. And these questions would serve to remind Job that if he cannot understand, control, or care for these animals, who is he to challenge the only one who has made them all and can sustain them all? God's purpose in asking these questions is to humble Job. Scarlet Threads so what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or an application to the gospel do we find in his, this chapter? God asks Job if he can get a wild ox to serve him and guard his manger at night. Where else do we see a manger mentioned in scripture? Luke 2, where the baby Jesus was placed when he was born and with a clue as to how he would be found. And this is unique because a manger is a feeding trough, not a crib and yet it was used as one for Jesus. We don't know which animals were there, but if anyone could have animals guarding his manger, it's Jesus. You've been listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Job chapter 40. May God bless the study of his word.